episode I'd like to cover a few more points on negativity and the first is the word itself. Negativity implies that it has no worth or it's worth less than nothing. It assumes that it's something we need to fix or run away from and to really understand negativity we can't be afraid of it. So the fear of feeling bad is an obstacle for us and exploring our feelings and their sources. So the first thing we want to do is understand that negative emotions are not there to punish us. They're the natural result of a way of thinking. So every time we experience any kind of negativity, anger, disappointment, jealousy, these feelings are arising from a way of thinking we already possess, from a perspective or understanding we have of ourselves, of others, of life, and our perspective is yielding this negative reaction. So the negative emotions really telling us, hey, the way you're thinking is less than perfect. There's something off in the way that you're seeing things. There's another way to see things that would be more wholesome, produce a pleasant feeling. So this idea that we need to change our relationship with unpleasant feelings. This is really the crux of working with it, of working with ourselves, to approaching ourselves. So one very interesting thing is this term attachment, which as I have defined it, is relating to something as if it makes you happy, that you need it to be happy. And that's why we crave things, because we believe we need them for peace of mind. And as far as we can tell, it's not possible to separate ourselves from our wish to be happy. This seems to be a wish we cannot escape. So, beginning with that premise, I want to be happy. How will these things make me happy? We act on our conditioning, on some assumption that this or that can make us happy. You know, you want a relationship, someone else wants a career, but whatever we want, we crave it, thinking it will make us happy, that it will make us feel good. So attachment is the problem in a sense. It's the misunderstanding of where our feelings come from. We experience fear and anxiety because we think our feelings are conditional upon circumstances. So one of the methods I've already mentioned in overcoming this attachment is the meditation on positive feelings. By asking yourself, what feeling is it really that I want to experience? So when you imagine a relationship or a career what feeling do you think that's going to give you? If you can name it, then you can explore that feeling. You can talk yourself into it through the meditation I described before on positive feelings. When you gain this confidence that these feelings are produced by your imagination, by your mind, you become less attached to material things. You understand that this feeling that you've been looking for, that you really wanted, is within your power all the time through a change of perspective, through imagination, through a change of attitude. 
And this reduces our fear and anxiety greatly about whether our relationships succeed or fail, whether we get this job or that job, where we live, what we do. A lot of that will not, won't seem to matter so much anymore when we really gain that confidence that through a change of attitude, through correct imagination, we can feel the way we need to, the way we want to, that it's possible to be happy or at peace in any situation. Somehow, however difficult or challenging it seems, this is a possibility, and we need that confidence. We gain that confidence through practice. So this is how we should approach negativity. We want to understand that we feel bad for a reason, a good reason, and that reason's in our mind. Some misunderstanding, some limited perspective, some concern about our happiness is what it always comes down to. So identifying that, one of those three fears, which I think I've mentioned once before, all of our fears boil down to the fear of not getting what we wanted, the fear of losing what we have, and the fear of having to experience things we don't want to experience. And all these fears depend on a misunderstanding. We fear not getting what we want because we believe we need it to be happy. We fear losing what we have because we believe what we have is making us happy. We fear particular experiences because we believe they have the power to make us unhappy. That the presence of those things would make us unhappy. So all of our fears boil down to one of these three categories. And the way to overcome attachment, which relates to the first two, not getting what we want and losing what we have, is developing those feelings ourselves. Cultivating a sense of emotional independence. And this does take practice. No doubt about it. You need to make an effort to, to cultivate these feelings and this new way of thinking. But it has a momentum and it will become easier. The other thing I wanted to say about negativity, beyond changing our relationship and understanding that it's fear at the root of them, at the root of all these reactions, is some kind of fear, is that there's no way to jump ahead. There's no way to go necessarily straight to the fear in this intellectual process. I've worked with a lot of people, one-on-one, -on -one, and in my own experience as well, you have to go through the feelings and honor their presence. So when you're angry, you have to acknowledge that you're angry. You need to feel that anger. And often below anger is sadness, disappointment. And you're going to have to feel that too. You're going to have to be honest about how weak or vulnerable you feel. How disappointed you are that you didn't get what you wanted. And below that is fear. And that fear is often related to some sense of self. Not always, but often. The fear is related to our sense of worth and our future happiness. That we are unworthy, we're not good enough, well, that we'll never be happy that the intelligence or beauty or family or love that we think we need is out of reach somehow. 
While I've explained how these fears relate to negativity, there's no way to go straight to it necessarily. In experience, you must work through the stages of experiencing anger, sadness, fear. We're kind of descending into ourselves. We're concentrating on the feelings and asking questions of them. And this is taking us deeper. So not all anger um, has sadness underneath it. You know, you're angry because it's noisy on the bus today and you're finding it frustrating. There's probably no sadness underneath that. But the kind of anger that you feel towards your parents or towards an ex or towards your boss and this kind of perpetual resentment or anger that you feel, often there is a sadness underneath that. You're deeply disappointed that they didn't care for you the way you wanted. They don't see you the way you want them to see you. They don't understand you and you really want them to. So often under these grievances, this long-standing anger we might feel towards someone is a kind of sadness where we feel really bad, just let down, disappointed that we didn't get what we wanted. We might feel alone, helpless, and we arrive there by asking questions. Why am I angry? You know, if we're working with anger, we can start, why am I angry? What did I want that I didn't get? And that, bring, that might bring us to the sadness. And that's a good thing. But none of this is going to happen if you can't develop curiosity. If you can't change your relationship with these unpleasant feelings. So long as your attitude is that the negativity is unbearable, that it means something's wrong with you um, or wrong with the situation, that it must be fixed, then you're kind of acting from a place of fear. Like I said, when we have a change of attitude towards negativity, when we start to think that negativity is here to tell us something about ourselves, it's not something we're subjected to. Negativity is not something like a punishment for us. It's the natural result of our own misunderstandings, the presence of which reveals them. So we want to dive in with curiosity and know that negativity in some ways coming from the deepest part of you to teach you, to lead you toward a greater perspective, towards a deeper truth, towards a more loving, more compassionate way of being. In truth, your negativity or sufferings, your friend, it's going to guide you to a peace that you have never known before. Every time suffering appears, there's the opportunity to realize a joy greater than the joy you've known before. As you attain a greater sense of freedom, comfort with the way things are, you stop fearing yourself. You know, when you fear these emotions, when you fear feeling bad, you fear yourself. These feelings are your own. They arise from within you. To fear them is to fear yourself. And to understand yourself, you need to move beyond this fear. You will eventually understand through practice. You will gain the confidence in time that these negative emotions can't really hurt you. They have this very strange power to frighten us, to overwhelm us, to make us want to run away. But... The feelings themselves don't really do anything. 
You know, I know this from experience and I hope you can trust me and see in time for yourself that when you sit in meditation on these negative emotions, when you bring curiosity, when you ask these questions, you know, the process ends and you're, no, you're left no worse for wear. The feelings maybe even be intense, more intense than before as you begin to explore them. But at the end, they evaporate. And there's only spaciousness. They cannot really hurt you, although it may seem that they can. And this is how we develop the comfort with discomfort, you know, learning to rest in discomfort, not turning away from it. This is the essence of working with negativity. So understanding it has layers, trying not to be afraid, being genuinely curious, thinking that all of these negative emotions are leading us towards a new understanding. An understanding which will yield greater clarity on who and what we are, on other people, on the situation, on life. The negativity will guide us to some more positive perspective. This is kindness, the kindness that you need to have for yourself. Remember that negativity is not something you're subjected to. It's not being thrown upon you, heaped upon you. Neither the fear or the anger or the sadness is a punishment. No one's doing this to you. It's arising from within, and it's an opportunity to be free to find a greater sense of freedom than you've known before. And that's all I have to say on it for now. But I'm sure there'll be more. There's always tips and advice to be had on working through these complicated feelings. I'll catch you next time. Bye.